A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome into the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend as the A's somehow managed to pull out an 8-7 win despite giving up seven home runs. Fortunately for the green and gold, all of them solo shots. This just coming in from Sarah Langs on Twitter that there have been other teams to give up seven home runs in a game and lose. The Angels today, the Twins in July of last year, the Blue Jays in 2020, the White Sox in 2016, Tigers in 04, and the Tigers again in 1995. So this is the sixth time that a team has given up seven home runs in a game and gone on to lose. Ken, are you surprised to find out that a team has lost that many games when hitting seven homers in a game? I am, Joe. It's kind of hard to do, right? <laughs> you know, you get out homers seven to two and you win. But I also think that you look at the A's, they only walked two batters today. They did hit one. So that's a big reason. And like I said, in the ninth inning, the Angels had only two hits that weren't homers. They only had two non homer hits. So it wasn't like they were stringing together a bunch of hits and rallies. And if Fossey were here, he'd say, hey, that was Catfish Hunter like. They give up a bunch of home runs, but they're all solo shots. So, yeah, I once did a game a million years ago between the A's or between the uh, White Sox and the Tigers where they set the major league record for most home runs combined in a game. But nothing like this, Joe, that I've ever experienced. I mean, it's just one for the books. And it, it was one of those days where when we came out today because it's been really warm and really humid. And there's that overcast where the hitters really like it. You get a real good look at the ball. And it, everything kind of conspired against the pitchers today. But, again, credit to the A's because um, A.J. Puck, the A's bullpen, they have so much depth in their bullpen that when Puck came on in that critical spot to make the most important pitch of the game, he was the third lefty the A's had used today. So they have that kind of depth in the pen, Joe. And we saw today the, the lengthening of the bullpen now that Danny Jimenez is back. And what a return by Jimenez with the one, two, three, eighth inning and three strikeouts. Yeah, it was remarkable. I mean, it really had a, a, a touch of drama for a game. You know, neither of these teams going on to the playoffs, the, the game in the long scheme of things doesn't mean too much. But there was so much drama there. It just had this kind of weird feel all the way through. It was, you know, for despite how much these teams have struggled, it was a fantastic game for a Thursday right. afternoon and it was just a lot of fun to watch that going back and forth and you know the A's they, they did the bulk of their scoring in, in just one inning they got six runs there in the third inning that long long third inning which seems like it was forever ago but they did manage to add on and I think that that was something that was important because we didn't see that a lot in the Chicago series. There's no question Joe when after they got the six and the third they got two in the fourth now they were shut down after that but you're right talking about the game and when the A's and when Kotze and the coaches and the players prepare for the games they're not it doesn't matter what the record is when they prepare and when they go out to play they're trying to win and so there is that's one of the beauties of the game in that and the one thing that we've always said is we've been asked a lot of questions about the A's and the struggles this year you can't run from the fact Joe that there are 25 games under 500 but every game is its own chapter every game is its own story and you have a chance for drama that day. 
And so there's no reason why you can't still enjoy coming to the ballpark even though uh, these two ball clubs have been struggling this year. And Ken, I'll let you get out of there because I know you guys uh, got a flight, but also a rare Friday off before the weekend Battle of the Bay Series. But this coming in from Stats Inc. that the Angels, the first team in MLB history to hit seven solo homers and score no other runs in the game. Just a really, really fun but it's bizarre outing. <laughs> just remember this one, Joe, that you were on the air today. You'll remember it for a long time. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Ken, enjoy that rare Friday off, man. Have a good one. Okay, Joe. All right, Ken Korak calling the action there as the A's get the 8-7 win over the Angels despite giving up seven solo home runs. The A's actually getting out on top of this game. 833-625-2278 is the phone number. That's 833-625-2278 if you want to line up your calls. A really fun game between the A's and Angels today. Uh, there was some actual drama for this game, despite you know where these clubs are in the standings, and you know no one's expecting a deep playoff run this year. But just a lot of fun watching two teams go back and forth. Shohei Otani is a unicorn in baseball. He's a lot of fun. Put on a show today with two home runs, which. You know, you're watching that early on in the game, but that really set the scene for the drama that came on later on in the game when he was the final out, A.J. Puck coming in out of the bullpen. So you've got A.J. Puck, a guy who's been pitching really well for the most part for the A's. He did have some struggles. A power lefty against Shohei Otani in a game where the ball was absolutely jumping out of the ballpark. So a lot of fun in this game. So 833-625-2278 is the phone number if you want to line those up. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. As we roll along, we'll get to the highlights from this game, and there were plenty of highlights from this game. We're also going to hear some post-game sound from Mark Conce, and uh, I think Vince Catronio caught up with A's catcher Sean Murphy having another big game. He's been the A's best hitter now for about six weeks. He's been really on fire for the A's, so we'll hear from the A's catcher as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Some things just go together peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Max Stassi's at first base. Vote sets up outside. Otani hits a fly ball in the infield, a pop-up. Nick Allen, the shortstop, is there. He makes the catch. An incredible Thursday afternoon, and the A's survive seven Angels home runs. A.J. Puck throws one pitch. He gets Otani to pop out to Allen, and the A's have won the series, and they beat the Angels in a game that almost defies belief. The final, the A's eight. And the Angels 7. This is A's Clubhouse. Just getting this stat right now from ESPN Stats and Info that teams are 113 and 6 all time 
when they hit seven home runs in a game. And the Angels now on the dubious side of that record as they fall to the A's. 8-7 to seven, despite smashing seven solo homers in today's game. Good afternoon, Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. If you want to line up your phone calls, the phone number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A really fun and kind of bizarre game. Really not a game that you see too often. And, you know, it was funny because as it was going... You could kind of feel that there was tension. They kept adding solo homers. It was getting a little silly, but it also never felt like, oh, man, the A's are really coughing this up and letting him get away. And I think that that's something that Ken touched on when we spoke to him in that last segment is that the Angels weren't really stringing a lot of hits together. It was kind of just a solo homer kind of exploding off here. Not a lot of walks, not a lot of really hard innings for the A's in this game. Just kind of, you know, all of a sudden the Angels maybe taking advantage of the weather in their ballpark and being able to jump on a good pitch and just let it carry out there because it was not a lot of of tension through this game despite a team hitting seven homers and it wind up being a very close game that came down to the final pitch. So if you want to jump in, Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend, 833-625-2278. We'll go through some of the highlights later on. We're also going to hear from A's catcher Sean Murphy. He caught up with Vince Catronio, and we'll go through some of the postgame sound later on. But first, we want to jump out to those phone lines. We're going to start with Nate in Novato checking in here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hello, Joe. What's going on, Nate? Fun game today, huh, man? Oh, man. That was one for the ages. I am so glad that I tuned it in and remarkable. And then the way you and uh, Ken, you know, gave the historical person. Uh, yeah. You know, really good aspects of the A's recent play and perspective, open, of course. And then combining that with Sean Murphy, right, who's, you know, all-star defense, gold glove catcher, you know, great pitch framer. And now he's really hitting. So that really gives me a lot of optimism for um well what's the rest of the season but particularly next year you know you've got a really good catcher who's now experienced you've got this set of really young bullpen arms right i assume they're mostly under contract to the a's and sure you know the position players are that's a little unsettled but just you know a a strong bullpen with a and of course uh you know and a superb catcher that's that's a big piece of of a baseball team, I feel. Nate, it's a great point because, you know, that that's what you watch for in a season like this. You know, the A's aren't going to the playoffs. We all know that. But you're watching for the development for the future, and you want to see those things kind of ha- happen. So if you want to look at it in four facets, like the starting pitching, the bullpen, the A's offense, and the defense, and, and break it down, you're looking to see how those things come along, and you're right. It, it is a little bit more exciting when it's like the offense is here and you get to watch that develop or the starting pitching's here, but I think it's a really good point and kind of under-talked about so far is that the A's bullpen is really looking like they have built something here. And, and you mentioned some of those guys. Danny Jimenez back today. That's a guy that's still under rookie status right now. You've got A.J. Puck, another young player, Zach Jackson, who – just allowed one homer for the first time this year, and I think just under 43 innings, and that's another young bullpen. Sam Mole's been around a little bit, but he's having a great season, and there are more arms coming up through this A system, so I think it's a good point to to remember that the A's, while they're developing this, it's not just everybody in the minors. This A's bullpen is one area that they feel like, you're right, that they can help turn it around, and we've seen them getting a lot of work, helping as the starters have been 
a lot more consistent, but maybe not going as deep into games and asking a lot of that bullpen, but now they have the depth to be able to do that. Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, Mark Kotze, rookie manager, <laughs> it's clear he knows how to make, how, how to utilize this bullpen in his, to the best. He, you know, taking out uh, Jackson, who's been so good, but said, hey, I want Puck to face Otani, <laughs> and that worked out okay. So hats off to, to Mark as well for, you know, all these intricate machinations that a, a, a manager has to do when he makes five or six pitching changes in one game. Nate, it's a great point, man. I appreciate your phone call. Yeah, it's a, it, you're right about Marcotte. I mean, he was not afraid, and that's kind of been something we've seen from him this season. And it's a little bit of a contrast in style from what we saw with Bob Melvin for so many years. And not that anybody's right or wrong. You know, Bob Melvin, one of the greatest managers the A's have ever had. But he was a guy that really liked to get guys into their roles. And, you know, he would give you a long chance if you were struggling to try to work through some of those struggles and would, you know, keep going back to the well, because that's the role that you had been in and he wanted to give you a chance. And that's part of the reason guys loved him. Well, Mark Kotze, you know, a guy who was a, you know, a fiery player, he's giving guys a chance, but if you're struggling a little bit, you know, not that you've lost your job, but he's not going to be afraid to go into that area and, you know, maybe give somebody else a chance today. A great example, Zach Jackson has been nails for the A's bullpen. You know, until today, hadn't allowed a single home run. He'd been shutting the door for the A's when they'd called upon, whether they needed him in the seventh inning, the eighth inning, you know, if they had to have him close games out, kind of doing a little bit of everything. And, you know, he had a matchup today where he said, Mark Kotze, that is, said, I, you know, I've got a guy that's a really good lefty. Shohei Otani's kind of burned me twice already. So I'm going to hand the ball to A.J. Puck and say, here you go, big man. Go get this out and be another guy at the back end of the bullpen. So even after trading Lou Trevino, you look at this A's and you look at the A's bullpen and you're thinking, hey, there's three guys in the back of that bullpen that you feel pretty comfortable with closing the game out. You know, if it's going to be A.J. Puck or Zach Jackson or now that Danny Jimenez is back and you've got a guy like Sam Mole who's been just incredible, lights out for the A's since the first series against the Phillies this year. I mean, that guy just comes in and deals for the Oakland A's. So 833-625-2278 is the phone number if you want to jump in. Talking about an incredible A's win. They beat the Angels 8-7, to earning another series win since the All-Star break. These have dropped just one series since the All-Star break. That was the series in Chicago. They had a chance in that middle game before dropping the finale. So losing 2 out of 3 in Chicago. But otherwise, the A's have been awesome since the All-Star break. I think it's A's and Orioles have the best record since the All-Star break. Just like we all kind of knew they would. All lined it up. The A's and Orioles is the best two teams since the All-Star break. And more importantly for the A's, you're watching a lot of entertaining games. The month of July was a lot of fun. August has been really fun so far. June was a month that nobody is going to want to remember forever. Just five wins for the A's in the month of June. That would have been a really, really dreadful long season to see if it went that way, but it hasn't. The A's team, to their credit, with Mark Kotze as their manager, they've really stayed together. They have focused on the season-long message about trying to win today. Just worry about today's game. It's kind of like the uh, the, the line, of, you know, they might in um, in the movie Miracle when they're it's the, the the famous speech about you know if we played them ten times they might win nine, but not tonight, not today, and that's what's going on for the Oakland A's is they just focus on that one game. Just about winning today, and you know we'll deal with tomorrow. Tomorrow, 
But they've really bought into that message, and you've seen this team playing much better baseball since the calendar turned to July, and it's continued here in the month of August. So it's been a lot of fun watching the A's. A lot of memories like a win like today in a season that, you know, is not heading towards October. You're going to remember this game that the time the A's beat the Angels, giving up seven homers and still getting a win. So 833-625-2278 is the phone number. We're going to step aside. On the other side, we will go through some of the highlights. We're also going to hear from A's catcher Sean Murphy, who caught up with Vince Catronio. We'll do all that and your phone calls here as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit. Approval. Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. Four tickets and parking starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. My name is Amanda Kate Ferris, a singer-songwriter from Midlothian, Texas. I'm back on air with Boot Barn. Jesus walked on Listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show, celebrating a very entertaining A's win as they beat the Angels 8-7 today. Despite giving up seven home runs, the A's coming out on top to earn the series win. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. 833-625-2278 is the phone number. We're going to hear from A's catcher Sean Murphy. We're also going to take your falls, uh, your calls. Cabby in San Francisco, I see you sitting there. But before we get there, let's uh, give our stations a chance to identify themselves on the A's radio network. A's cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. All right, 833-625-2278, the phone number if you want to jump in. Talking about a fun A's win today. 
Ahead of a rare day off on a Friday, both the A's and Giants off tomorrow. Ahead of the weekend Battle of the Bay Series in Oakland. Going to be a lot of fun this weekend. A lot of memories going to be shared with the Hall of Fame kind of celebrations happening in Oakland this week. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But first, jumping out to the phone lines and taking your calls at 833-625-2278. We start with Cabby in San Francisco. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, so Townie's on a little vacation. I'd just like to know, uh, what's he taking a vacation from? Sitting on his butt on the mic? That's not really much of a vacation there. But uh, You know what? No, he's sitting on his butt with a, a TV camera on him today. So he's doing the same thing. He's just going to have somebody oh, actually looking at him instead oh. of hearing him. Oh, you know, we used to have, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, problems because a town, Townsend's head got so big when he was on TV that he would actually block out the satellite from Google Maps. So that <laughs> oh, goes wow. way back in the old days. But thank you. That good Goodness oh, gracious! <laughs> it's worse. Hey, this is no kidding. I was a cabbie in San Diego. I grew up in the Bay Area. Big A's freak. I go to all the Angels. I did the Angels podcast as an A's antagonist uh, for three years. Uh, I, I I love when we beat the Angels. I take the mega bus that goes right to that Angel Stadium. Uh, they have a red eye at 11:30. You get back to the Oakland Bart at uh, 5:30 a.m. It's about 30 yards from where you exit Angel Stadium. Uh, God, you know, nothing makes me happier when they beat the Angels. Uh, you know, this uh, seven home run thing. It is kind of cool. Not that blowing an 8-3 lead is in any way cool. But, you know, you, you should be going for base runners. You should be putting guys on base, walking, taking a plunk, whatever, get on base. Solo shots, you know, it, it's like a Dodger game where they get a bunch of solo shots when it's 6-1. to one. It, You know, you really shouldn't be swinging for the fence. And I actually believe uh, it's one of our great arguments between me and Townie. He loves Babe Ruth. I love Ty Cobb. You should be trying to get on base, you know. Then you hit the home run. Then you get some more runs. And uh, swinging for the fences cost the Angels on this one. Pretty Yeah, pretty well, you much. know, the other thing that cost the Angels, some great A's defense because the Angels, whenever they manage to get a guy on base, the A's getting some double plays. Nick Allen up the middle, his defense today was a big part of the reason the A's actually managed to pull off this game. Remember that double play that he helped turn ahead of Shohei Otani's second home run? I mean, that was huge. At the time, it seemed like a big play. And then Otani really kind of put the exclamation mark about why that was so important. Oh, I, I, you know what? Not that I love that he's on the Angels. Uh, I, I, I just love what that guy brings to baseball, you know. Yeah. I'm really into the, uh, the West, as they say. Uh, I, you know, I'm pissed at the Astros. Uh, but I do like... Join the club. That, it's a big club about, about people that are pissed at the Astros. <laughs> No, 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 absolutely. Oh, we had a bunch of jokes, uh, you know, what the your cheating heart should be their theme song. Uh, but I do like that they set up this rivalry because we're looking, let's say, 20, 30 years down the road. You do, you, I like having Texas and Houston develop in this rivalry. You know, Texas is just get started to come around. Uh, and I always respect the other teams in our division. And I'm going to, you know, this is the thing about rebuilding. You know, we we were on a crash course for 100 losses, uh, but that's meaningless because it's the same as being 10 games under 500. It's the same. There's no difference. Uh, uh, you're out of the playoffs or whatever. I want to take the fifth team that we didn't mention, and that's the Seattle Mariners. You know, here they were, what, five games below 500, 
and it's kind of like the A's were the last five years before this year. Uh, you, you know, you come out right before the All-Star break, you hit 14 games in a row, you throw yourself right into the playoff mix. And, then, you know, uh, right now Seattle just had a nice couple series. They played some really tough teams. And, you know, uh, not that I'm a Seattle Mariner fan, and I hate when they beat the A's, but, you know, go get them, Seattle, because, you know what, uh, taking a sub-500 year, pulling out those 14 Ws, go go get them. Because, you know, uh, and then, you know, they got a bunch of players in the All-Star game because of that. Uh, you know, and I'm sure as hell I'd rather have them in there than Houston. Uh, so, well, you know, you know it's, it's kind of like the old running joke is you've got a favorite, you got two favorite teams, you got the A's and you got whoever's playing the Astros. You know, like that's always who your favorite teams are that day. Well, we go with Giants, Dodgers, who just lost their eighth game in a row to the Dodgers. Nice going, guys. Oh boy, uh, uh, but they, you know what? They're not going to replace Buster Posey. Uh, you can't replace a guy like that. I, I want to go back to the A's here because it, it's the replacement. You know, you you hit the the manager, uh, Kotze. At the beginning of the year, yeah, we have a lot of losses, a lot of lumps. We lost a lot of great players. He is a rookie manager, and you can't be Bob Melvin when you're, you know, how much experience Bob Melvin has. And I'm going to go to Bob Melvin here, too, because now I follow the Padres because of Bob. That guy has the Padres in the second wild card spot pretty much entrenched. I know they just got the Soto, but Bob Melvin has been winning with the Padres, with no Tatis. Tatis got hurt in a bike wreck or whatever right. it was. Yeah. He's been gone all year. Bob Melvin is finally going to have a team, you know, a payroll to back up. Not that I get mad at the A's because, you know, I, I, I believe in the A's system of, hey, I'm, I, you don't need to be playing, paying uh, crazy contracts. I think No, but to uh, your uh, point, man, think not, about Bob Melvin. At some point, he's going to have both Fernando Tatis Jr. and Juan yeah. Soto, two 23-year-old studs in the middle of that lineup for a long time to come. There are people <laughs> people that have great jobs in baseball would quit to go take that job in a heartbeat. No, no, no. It, 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 it's, it's different. It's not like Dave Roberts. You know, he was a Padre manager. But that idiot has five times the payroll of any other team. I'm going to win the World Series. And it's like, shut the F up. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Montez, I want to go with the, the guy we sent to the Yankees. I, I, I do a gambling thing. Uh, I don't get into that. But the odds on – okay, so we uh, we sent Trevino and to the Yankees, which – Right. Lou Trevino and Frankie Montez to the Yankees for four prospects. Oh, my God. You, kill, you guys were killed. Why not the Yankees? Come on. Anyways, the Dodgers get Gallo. The Dodgers were a slight favorite. They were like three and a half to one to win the World Series. Yankees were four to one. Since the trade deadline, now they flipped. So uh, Dodgers got Gallo, blah, blah, blah. But apparently the two guys that the A's gave to the Yankees got traded to the Yankees flipped Las Vegas long-term odds. Uh, Now the Yankees are getting the favorite. And I I just think that's interesting because I I mean, that's what happens when you go out. If you're the Yankees, the reason they they gave up their prospects is they want Frankie Montas because he was one of the difference-making guys out there. So, Cabby, I appreciate the phone call, man. I appreciate you chiming in because we've got a special guest joining us now, the guy who usually is hosting this show, Chris Townsend, jumping in. And, Chris, man, we've been talking about this. We talked about it with Ken Korak ahead of it. This was a really, really fun afternoon game for the A's, giving up seven solo homers but still coming out with a win. I mean, you give up seven solo homers, 
you're thinking, oh man, it's going to be bad, and there's a lot of you know to talk about, but this was a lot of fun for a team giving up seven homers because the A's won. Yeah, it was so bizarre, and you start you start to wonder like, is this history? And you kind of wait, and then you hear that, yeah, it ties a major league baseball record solo seven solo dingers in a game, and you know, Catfish Hunter used to always say, and we. I got this from our beloved Ray Fossey that, okay, you're going to give up home runs as long as they're solo, but it just, you know, you hate to see the offense after scoring the eight after four shut down where you're putting up zeros in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. This is why you never stop scoring. This is why you never want to shut it down because you absolutely never know. And the scary thing for me, which we could talk about, is once again, a starter not going very long, and now you got to go to another law firm to try and close it out. And each night I keep talking about this, Joe, and it kind of scares me. But tonight, uh, your law firm of uh, Mole, Sneed, Jimenez, Jackson, and Puck. So if you get into an accident, they're the ones to contact. <laughs> it's been scaring me that our, our starters continue at this point in August, and we're still having a hard time just getting them through five. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's a fair point. I mean, it's definitely something when you looked at this A's rotation coming into the season, other than Montas and Irvin at the time, even with Paul Blackburn, you didn't know what he was going to be. But you look like you had two guys that like we need those guys to go six and seven every single time because, you know, whoever's going to be out there, you're thinking five innings every single time with those guys. I mean, there's some hard workers out there. I know James Caprillion was disappointed. He looked like he wanted to stay in that game last night, but. It's a good point, but you know, just looking at the four aspects of this team, whether it's offense, defense, starting pitching, or bullpen, I think that's really the thing that's established itself for the future so far this season has been that A's bullpen because you look at the young guys down there, Danny Jimenez, you look at Zach Jackson, you're looking at Sam Mole, you're looking at A.J. Puck who closed it out. That is the part of this A's season, and Domingo Acevedo, another guy. You don't want to forget about the guy who leads baseball in appearances this year. But those are the guys that really have established themselves so far in this kind of development season as really these are the guys that might be here for a couple years as the A's are building towards something. And how nice was it to see uh, Danny Jimenez, who it's been so long since we've seen him pitch, you start to really get worried. And to watch him go out there with the one inning and strike out three and look dominant, uh, it was really good to see. Because after a while, you know, when a guy's hurt and he hasn't been around and they go on rehab assignments, and even when he came back, we hadn't seen him pitch, you start to forget about a guy. You forget about there was a point when we were talking about, all right, somebody's got to represent the athletics in L.A. at Dodger Stadium at the right, All-Star yeah. game, right? Somebody has to, and it's always easy to make it a reliever uh, for for when you're picking the teams and you got to pick somebody from a losing team. Do they have a reliever having a halfway decent year? All right, you're the guy. And then when he started getting hit a little bit, and then he went on the shelf. Uh, there was he was obviously not going to get that nod, and it was going to go to Paul Blackburn, who did deserve it. This first half was really good. But I, I think one thing coming out of this game just goes, okay, bullpen's been better, and now you get Danny Jimenez back, and if he's healthy and Zach Jackson continues to grow in front of our eyes, and how about Puck, one pitch getting out of it? So that could be something. Only problem with the bullpen, Joe, is that, Bullpens year to year are so fickle, you don't know, but you'd like to see down the stretch here because you're going to need them. As long as these starters can't give you innings, you're going to need these guys on a nightly basis. 
Yeah, and you know, because just just looking at this A starting rotation, there aren't a lot of guys that you can see in there that you think, you know, maybe Caprillion is a guy that has the ability to take a leap, even though we haven't seen it. But other than Cole Irvin, you're looking through that every single night, and you're thinking, who's there that is ready to do the next thing? And go, oh, you know what? Suddenly, I'm going to go seven and become that guy. There's not a guy right now in this rotation other than Irvin, who's established himself, and you know, Paul Blackburn is still kind of working through some things, but. There isn't really anybody out there other than maybe Caprillion that you're thinking, okay, this guy has got the ability to start turning it on. I don't know. Do you, do you see Adam Aller becoming that guy? I mean, he went a, a career long and got into the seventh inning his last start, but is that a guy that you're thinking all of a sudden is going to start giving you seven innings every single time? The only guy I would say is Cole, is Cole Irvin. That, that yeah. would be it. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, I see what you're saying with Cap, and I've been kind of harping on him, but we're now talking 28 starts of six innings or less. That is a record now for an A starter, and not a record you don't want to have. So Cap walks right, it's around. it's like a Billy Koch, 44 saves and you know 11 wins, being the only guy with like 40-plus saves and 10 wins in a season. It's not exactly a record you want. <laughs> it's one of those deals where Cap, you know, talks like he wants to be the guy, and and but it's like you got to be able to get give me more than five, give me more than six, and he hasn't done it in twenty eight starts, so I can't rely on that. Uh, Paul Blackburn, just the way he's pitched, he's got around an eight ERA his last eight starts. So at this point, it's you know it's it's Cole Irvin. I mean, if you if if I have to say okay, if I if I if I'm if I'm Mark Kotze and I'm Scott Emerson and I know that let's say you know luckily we've had a couple off days here, but let's say I haven't had an off day, and I need somebody to help the bullpen out. I need somebody to come in. That that day would be Cole Irvin's day. You got to hope that he's pitching on that day when your bullpen is really dragging. He is the one guy. He works fast doesn't throw a lot of pitches, and you might say, okay, listen, maybe I haven't allowed him to go deep uh, every single start, but he is a guy that could get you into the, into the ninth, at least the eighth, and not with a crazy amount of pitches. I mean, that's where he is in his career, and we've talked to him off the air, and he wants to be that guy, and it kind of irritates him, no question, when you pull him early. So if there is one guy on the staff that can help your bullpen out, I'm putting my money on Cole Irvin. Absolutely. I mean, and to your point, James Caprillion looked like a guy who didn't want to get pulled yesterday. He looked pretty peeved as he was heading out. And, you know, at some point, you got to think if you're Mark Hotze in this kind of season, that maybe you do give him another chance to say, all right, you know what? I know you gave up a hit and you're getting a little long here and I'd rather pull you, but here's a little trust. I'm going to give you a little trust to see if you can break through that wall, get out of this inning, and then become that guy that you want to be. We know that he's putting in the work and the guy's dedicated. You'll love his attitude. When I hear him talk, as you mentioned, he talks about being that guy. He's got a great attitude about wanting to win. It's not like he's somebody that just expects it. And at some point, maybe he gets that chance. Adam Aller just got that chance in his last start and got a got to go a little deeper into a game than maybe he had ever gone before. So at some point, maybe Marcotte extends a little bit more trust to James Caprillion and says, all right, here's an opportunity for you. I hope, and I'm with you. I would love to see that. It's just they keep running the same playbook game yeah. after game after game. And it's like, because it's, it's, it's data. It's all data-driven. They're sitting there. They have their iPads in the dugout. 
They're seeing exactly when your mile, miles per hour start to dip, when your spin rate starts to change. They see all of that in the dugout. And then they have the playbook of saying, okay, and, and caps, cap is like the ultimate when you talk about this. You look at what the averages are against them first time through the lineup, second time through the lineup, third time through the lineup and third time through the lineup has been awful for him. The guys are hitting well over 300. I would, if I was to make the debate against the front office on that, this one, I would say, well, how is a guy ever going to learn how to be successful and beat that rap and beat those numbers? If you never give him an opportunity to do it. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. I mean, it's, and, and this is a season for guys to get opportunity, and we've seen that already this year. But James Caprillion is a guy that, uh, you know, he wants it so bad, and I, I hope that he does because you're right. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, may not lead the A's uh, staff someday, but he's a guy that could be that middle-of-the-rotation guy that really kind of takes a, a staff from going from like, oh, this is an okay staff to being a really good, deep kind of staff. So I hope that's the case. So, Chris, are you going to be able to hang on with us? You got you to gotta head out of here because I know no, it's a I... rare Friday, man. It's a rare Friday off. Well, I know I'm telling you, this is the new model. So I, I've been figuring out as I've been sitting here when I've uh, been doing the TV here at NBC Sports California going, all right, how do I make this all happen? So I finally have figured out with my equipment and they have a room for me where uh, after the shows, I'm able to join you. So this is something we can, uh, I, I mean, obviously you're going you're gonna to lead the charge and you're going to lead it, especially probably for about the first uh 20 to a half hour, but I can at least join you for the second half. All right. Well, awesome, man. We'll hang on there. We'll uh, we'll step aside for a brief moment. We're going to hear Vince Catronio caught up with A's catcher Sean Murphy. We'll have that on the other side. We've also got some of the highlights we'll bring you. We'll roll along. If you want to jump in with a phone call, you can still line those up. We've got some fun facts about the seven home runs the A's gave up today despite, despite that they get the win. So 833-625-2278. Chris and I will take your calls and continue the conversation from a fun A's win as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central, message, video, phone, together. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? 
No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Pinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track in the shadows. Looks up and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry and the A's are back ahead five to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. The swing and a high drive center. Back is Moniak at the wall. He'll jump and watch it go. Ramon unloads. On a 3-1 pitch from Tucson. With Tony Kemp aboard, it's now 8-3 Oakland. And Ramon's got himself a four-RBI day. And we're only in the fourth inning. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. The A's getting an 8-7 win. That home run you heard right there? Well, that was one of nine home runs hit in the game. Two of them coming from the Oakland A's. The Angels doing the heavy lifting on the day. But they come out on the short end of the scoreboard. Falling to the A's, 8-7 to seven as the A's get another series win. Chris Townsend and Joe Hughes as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. Shortly we'll hear from A's catcher Sean Murphy. But Chris, another series win for the A's. Since the All-Star break, they've lost just one series, that series in Chicago. But we've been seeing some very good baseball from this team since July, and especially since the All-Star break. Yeah, you look at 9-5 since the All-Star break, and you look at the last 20 games, I mean... The firepower, I mean, which we saw, it's kind of crazy, isn't it, how bad everything was when you go 5-21 and 21 in June? I mean, think about that. It seems like so long ago. And I really a, try not to. I really try not to think about that. <laughs> it was terrible, 5-21. and 21. It was like doing these shows was just like, oh, my God. But now all of a sudden you have the winning July, and it was the first winning month going back to last year's August. And, you know, you start looking at July and now you look at where they are now in August. And it's like this is a team inside the clubhouse. They've got a good feeling to them. Right. They, they're they're believing. And now with you now know who you got to, which is a nice thing with the waiver wire uh, trades are now all gone in baseball. The trading deadline has come and gone. And, Joe, you know who is going to be on this team. You know, unless yeah. someone's getting DFA'd, no one's getting traded, none of those rumors. So a guy like Sean Murphy knows, a guy like Ramon Laureano or Paul Blackburn or Cole Irvin or anybody that could have been in any possible trade rumor, they now don't have to worry about it. And you know going forward, these are the guys that you're going to be playing with. And right now, whether you, you know, however you see the talent, they feel like they can win. There's a lot of positive vibes, and they're playing much better baseball. Well, Chris, you talked to Seth Brown on the postgame show, and I think what he said was that everybody is really committed to this team. And that's something that's a testament to Mark Conte, a rookie manager, because that June that we don't like to talk about, five wins, we've been around teams that when they go that bad, people buy out. You know, the, the old joke about everyone having their own cabs and getting out of there and people not wanting to talk about it and be there. But this team has stayed working hard. They've focused on that constant message from Mark Conce about just winning today. 
Don't worry about tomorrow. That's tomorrow's problem. Right now, we're just going to win today. And he kept this group together through that really, really ugly month with a bunch of young players. He said, trust the process. You know, keep working. And now they're being rewarded for that work, which really just further, in, you know, gets them invested into what Mark, Hartz, what Mark Kotze has been selling them. You know, one of the things you look about with this roster is you're not talking about a bunch of guys with guaranteed contracts making a ton of money. So you have a lot of players who are fighting for their careers. And, you know, they're auditioning not only for the A's, but the 29 other teams. So they have to be invested. They have to play hard. They have to do what they can to stay on this roster. Now, if you had a really bad team and a bunch of guys with guaranteed long contracts, yeah, you could see buyout. You could see bitching and complaining. You could see guys saying, you know, telling their agents, get me out of here. I want to play for a winner. But that's not how this roster is constructed. And I think, as you said it, and you hit the nail on the head, you know, give credit to Mark Kotze and his staff. They're still teaching. They're still grinding. This team is still working hard. It's one of the things that we like to do with A's Cast Live when we're on the field, and we'll be back on the field this Saturday at 1 o'clock for a special edition of A's Cast Live. It's to show you on video so you can see that this just isn't a team coming out, taking some BP, kind of loosening up and getting ready for the game. They are working extremely hard. There has been absolutely zero quit in this team. There's 100% buy-in. Is this a good team? Of course not. They're 41-66. and 66. How many of these guys are going to be here next year? I've got no idea. A lot of these guys could be gone, but they're here now, and they're working hard, and you are seeing some fruits of the labor right there with, with you know, what you talk about. Look how they've been winning games in July and into August. Yeah, and a, and a big part of that, the guys that have been working hard and maybe kind of settling into a new role, Sean Murphy, you know, really, really struggled. That was a guy the A's were counting on in the middle of the lineup this season. But I think at some point Murphy looked around and saw, oh, man, there's no Matt Chapman here. Oh, there's no Matt Olsen here. They're counting on me in the middle of that lineup. I think he felt a lot of pressure to kind of be the guy that was going to replace those guys early on in the season. And eventually it seems to me like he may have just kind of relaxed a little bit found a little bit of a role. We'll, we'll hear from the A's catcher right now. Sean Murphy caught up with Vince Catronio after the game talking about today's win. A's win the series, 8-7 the final uh, against the Angels, and uh, Sean Murphy joins us. Sean, this, I mean, you, you play baseball long enough, you're going to see a lot of different things. This was yeah. one kind of strange game, survival of the fittest, and end up with a victory at the end. Yeah, that's a bizarre game. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. But, uh, you know, we did just enough. Uh, we got some big hits. Ramon with a big hit, Brownie with a big hit, and... Uh, I a couple big hits, so, I mean, he had a great day out there, and we got just enough. What was it like in the third inning, everybody adding on, putting that kind of crooked number up against the Angels? I mean, it's it's, it's what you got to do against teams. Uh, pile on when we can, and, uh, I mean, obviously they have, they have thump in their lineup, and, you know, they can come back at any point. And so, uh, you know, being able to jump out ahead and give us some breathing room is nice. There was so long of a stretch where the A's were having difficulty winning series, and now things are happening where – Again, today you take two out of three. You've been in most every series there for an extended period of time. What are you seeing coming together that's allowing that to happen? Just playing cleaner baseball. Um, you know, our pitchers are going out there. They're doing their jobs. and The, the hitters are putting together at-bats. And, uh, you know, now we're taking series and we're, we're putting together some, some, some good runs of baseball. And uh, it's just a much cleaner game we've been playing. 
What's it like for young players, and you have had experiences, continue to experience it, but younger players, rookie guys, in terms of getting in situations and learning about those experiences and putting those in their back pocket and try to build on that. We're seeing that with the bullpen. A lot of guys, Lou is gone now, he's a Yankee, and Zach getting opportunities. Danny is back. Uh, AJ gets the final out today. What does that mean moving forward when they're getting these chances, experiencing that, and seeing what they can do coming up for, moving forward? I mean, it's just great for experience having those guys pitch in leverage situations and uh, giving guys big at-bats at the end of games. Uh, these are things that uh, guys can learn from, whether or not they have success, but at least they've now been in the situation to, uh, you know, to bring themselves in a mental spot where they can be comfortable out there and, and play loose. And then finally, I know while the, the wins haven't been as, as frequent as the A's would like, you've got a big series this weekend against the Giants. Big crowds expected. It should be some fun atmosphere. What are your thoughts about having that two-game series against the Crosstown rival? Oh, it's great. Every time we play the Giants, it's fun. Uh, you know, the crowds are great. The atmosphere is great. Uh, so we love playing those guys. Uh, so, you know, we got two games coming up, and uh, everybody be excited for it. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Vince. Sean Murphy joining us. A's Victoria Day, an 8-7 final. Vegas Joe, now back to you. Well, thank you, Vince. We were just talking about that with A's catcher Sean Murphy and Chris Townsend here with us as well. And, Chris, the first 50 games this season, Sean Murphy hit just 193. He was striking out a lot, and it was kind of a hole. That you saw the A's keep dropping him further and further in that lineup. But over his last 45 games, entering today, hitting over 306. And that goes back to June 7th, and that is a big part of the reason the A's are playing much better so far since the calendar flipped over to July. Can I be real honest with you? No, please don't. <laughs> I hate the Giants. I oh. and and just having to be here at NBC, it's like one thing when it's A's and the Giants people are not around, but it's when they're around. And trust me, I was rooting for the Dodgers today out loud just to piss people off here <laughs> uh, on the floor. I just it's so annoying and to see now that they've lost eight straight to L.A., which is fantastic, and going into the Bay Bridge series, and it's going to be great. It's going to be – I mean, we're going to have like over 30,000 people a game. It's going to be awesome. It's going to feel like the playoffs of 2012 and 2013, and I just love beating them. But they're just so annoying. I, I, I was asking this question today because, you know, everybody on their side, everybody who covers them makes me want to vomit from a professional standpoint, like they all are racing to see who's the biggest fan. Like your job is to cover the team. Like we'll play Hey, we're fans. There's no doubt, but we're honest. We, we tell, and that's what A's fans appreciate about us is that we give them honesty. We give them the real, that's why they love the clubhouse show. But these guys, they're all in a race to see who's the biggest fan and why I'm the biggest fan. I kept saying the same thing around here today. I say, Hey, Hey, uh, ask me, can you tell me if uh, how many teams in the history of baseball won 107 games then the next year weren't even 500? How many times that happened in the history of baseball? Dude, how about this? How about a team that has been here 10 years longer than the A's? They've only made the playoffs back-to-back -back seasons one time since moving to San Francisco? With the resources they have, the talent that they've had, only one time they've made the playoffs. And you think, oh, maybe they'll do it after winning 107 games. But no, it doesn't. Like, I think I saw fan graphs today. They have less than a 6% chance to make the playoffs. And that was before that loss to the Dodgers today. Uh, you and I have a better chance of taking at-bats in the playoffs than, than, <laughs> than they do. You know, get back. And I just had to get that off my chest. I mean, talk about Sean Murphy. You date back to uh, June 7th. Since that time, he's hitting well over 300. That's not a small sample size. 
and good you know good for him and that's a really good question that you ask and we've been trying to get him on A's Cast Live, and hopefully we will soon. We do have a programming note for Saturday. A's Cast Live is going to be on at 1 o'clock. We're going to have Steve Vucinich, the new A's Hall of Famer. We're going to have Mark Kotze, since Mark Kotze's show normally is on Friday. We have the day off on Friday. But uh, Andrew Bailey, you call him, some fans may call him the Giants pitching coach. We call him former A's All-Star. He will join us on the field. And then Stephen Vogt, but... We've been trying to get Sean Murphy, Joe, and I think that's a great question. Like, uh, now that we're well into the season and you've turned your season around, how much pressure were you you putting on yourself at the start of the year to be that middle-of-the-order guy? Because he raked in spring training. When we were down at Ho-Ho Camp – Everything he hit, he was squaring up. And I'm not I'm just not embellishing here. I mean, he was down there, the games we were there, he was just lighting it up, and everybody's talking about oh, this offseason he's concentrated on making more contact, swinging at balls in the strike zone, hitting the ball hard, but not striking out. And then he comes out and he's a strikeout machine. You're like, wait a minute, what happened to this approach in spring training? He got off to a miserable start, dropped down in the order, so I think it's a legit question. I wonder what answer he'll give is if he put a little extra pressure on himself in the middle of the order now that uh, Olsen and Chapman weren't there anymore. Yeah, and the other thing, he's a catcher. This is a whole new staff. He doesn't have the guys like Chris Bassett and Sean Manaya that he knew that he could rely on and just kind of come in. Not that he takes it for granted, but when you work with these guys for so long, there's an understanding, so there's a little bit of a shorthand, and now you're, lo- now you're learning a lot of a new rotation. You've got a lot of guys in that bullpen you've got to figure out, and you're the leader on this team in the middle of that lineup. So I think combined with you know having to be the leader of the offense and handle a new pitching staff, that is a lot for a guy who, as accomplished as he is, still a really young player in this A's organization. Yeah, he's entering his, enter, entering his prime. Right. This these are this is right, this 27. Is the, yeah, it's a time of your life right here. These are the best years. So uh, hopefully if he is going to be an A, we are going to get the best of his career because these are the years, you know, next year he's 28. You look at that 27, 28, 29, 30 range, especially for a catchers because they get so beat up that, you know, counting on guys to be offensive forces into their mid 30s as catchers. That's very rare. Yeah, we saw that uh, for the Giants across the bay, how long that that lasted. But, you know, for Murphy, he does have the great skills that we, we see another guy in the National League who built a skill set and lasted a long time is Yadier Molina. When you can play defense the way that Sean Murphy can and you've got a cannon like he does, I mean, that's a skill that the A's catchers, I, I heard uh, Ken Korak refer to them as the cadre of catchers that the A's have coming up through their pipeline it's kind of a common skill. We even saw it with Christian Bethencourt earlier this year. These guys can hit the ball a long, long way, and they can all play really good defense. They all have really strong arms. Well, if, if they if they work something out between the uh, players' union and Major League Baseball where, uh, where you could play more than one catcher per game, then I'll get excited about all these catchers. <laughs> Right now, you can play one, and unless Langoliers is grabbing a different glove, or this Susat kid that they just drafted is grabbing a different glove, or Soderstrom is now going to play first base, you got a lot of catchers, a lot, well, think, and you can only play one. Yeah, well, I think to your point, I mean, that's where you, you do need to see one of these guys figure out a different position because even with the DA, how long 
growing up that you saw a guy had a backup catcher. They didn't want to use it unless it was desperate straights because if you lost that catcher, now you're now you're out of luck. You know, now you're bringing in a position player to try and catch the game. So if you have that depth, you can use those guys with the DH. You can figure out a play a place to get their bat in the lineup. Maybe it is Tyler Sodestrom moving to first base. You know, maybe it's something like that. But that's a lot of talent in this A's organization coming up. And, you know, Sean Murphy, he's here right now. And if the A's ever decided to move him, that is a valuable, valuable player that right away, it doesn't matter what team you're talking to, it starts with, we want your top prospect and we'll build it out from there. Well, think think about Christian Bethencourt. You talk about a guy uh, in his career and longevity and making more money in your career by being able to say, all right, I can play behind the dish, I can play at first base, I can play outfield. I mean, who is the team that called up the A's and said, we want that guy? It's the team that uses versatility maybe better than anybody, the Tampa Bay Rays. They looked at – like, you remember what you – we're thinking about the trading deadline. Oh, my God, who's going to get traded? The first guy to get traded was Christian Bethencourt. Nobody had that on their bingo card. And and the reason why is the Rays wanted – the Rays are looking at his versatility saying that plays. They need a player like that. So I, I would suggest – all of these catchers in the A's system start grabbing other gloves, taking ground balls, taking fly balls, because versatility will keep you in this game longer, and the longer you play, the more money you make. All right, Chris, hang along for one more segment. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend talking about the A's 8-7 win over the Angels. The An incredible win for the A's today as the Angels smack seven home runs, all of them solo shots. They out-homer the A's 7-2, and it doesn't matter because they still lose that game. We'll roll along. If you want to jump in, feel free. We've also got uh, Mark Kotze we'll hear from, as well as A's starting pitcher Paul Blackburn. We'll also get some of the highlights as we roll along with A's Clubhouse. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than the Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their barrier locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. 
They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours. Then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Who's feeling especially happy about their rides right now? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. In times like this, you need good gas mileage. This car, it has it. Gas mileage is amazing. The gas mileage is what's so great. America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker is Honda. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your NorCal Honda dealer today. Fuel efficiency based on 2021 EPA estimate of model year 2020 large full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy. Ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. August 6th is International Trading Card Day and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at Topps. Visit Topps.com for more information. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. And Junk's pitch, breaking ball, that's wrapped. A deep right field on the run is Ward toward the wall and into the seats and gone for Seth Brown. His 16th long ball of the year. The A's have exploded here in the third and now lead it 6-2. to two. Shaw Murphy greets Seth at home plate. He's got 46 RBIs and that will be the last pitch of the day for Jansen Junk. 
You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hashtag dad power, hashtag cannon blast. Seth Brown with a big home run. One of two A's home runs on a day that the A's and Angels combined for nine of them with the Angels hitting seven solo homers and still getting the loss. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend in here on A's Clubhouse Live talking about this game. And man, Chris, just hearing those home run calls, it was just a remarkable game because even though the Angels kept adding on with those solo homers, they weren't getting a lot of people on base. And, you know, it just really didn't feel like there was that much tension until the ninth inning. And we were really treated over the last two days with Shohei Otani, the baseball unicorn, the modern-day Babe Ruth, pitching and hitting yesterday, and then two home runs today. It really came down to the final pitch, A.J. Puck for Shohei Otani, building some midday drama for us here. But, you know, I think it's a little easier to watch that and enjoy Shohei Otani when you're watching the A's win as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, God, in the end, you're like, there's no way they tie this up. Because what scared me was when Fletcher got hit by the pitch and now he's on first base. And the problem problem with Jackson is Jackson's got the breaking ball that just goes straight into the dirt. And I'm thinking, oh, man, that's an easy wild pitch. The runner gets to second. Uh, Ward strikeout was on a ball in the dirt. Fletcher didn't move up. I was just paranoid about that. Um, but yeah, the tying run on base in the ninth inning after you had a lead like that. Wow. I couldn't believe in the, the, the second home run Kirby Sneed missed his location. Murph set out, set up way outside. He flips a breaking ball. It's so bad when it comes to hitting your spot that it wasn't even a strike on the inside corner. I mean, this is what's so impressive about Otani is that Murph sitting up outside, Sneed throws it, and it's such a bad hanging breaking ball that that's not a pitch that even most left-handers will even attempt at because it's such a ball. But Otani still keeps his hands inside and launches his out to right field. Uh, the ta- the talent is amazing. That's why I, I, I everything that I hear about Artie Moreno – from people on the inside talk about he is a real hot-headed uh, owner. You know, he's got a cowboy mentality, and, you know, uh, maybe that's why they make such rash decisions with big-money contracts like the Angels do. I just it, – it, to me, it's crazy to even think about trading Shohei Otani uh, from a baseball standpoint, more importantly from a financial standpoint. Uh, when that guy plays, butts are in the seats – they're making millions upon millions of dollars from corporations in Japan. Why would you, you're going to trade that guy for for? I, I don't care how many prospects you get. None of those prospects are ever going to make you the money that Shohei Otani's going to make you. I mean, this is the entertainment business, and you do want to make money. So, uh, the, the fact that you're even thinking about trading this guy, I, I I can't believe. I just I I don't know why, especially where he is. We just talked about Murphy in his prime. We talk about this guy in his prime. I mean, this guy, this guy's must see TV. This is a kind of type of guy you get and you do not get rid of. And if he's going to cost you a long term contract at some point pay it because the money you make off him is unreal and it grows every year 
You know, I've been talking about this, and it seems like for a decade now that the Angels felt like a sleeping giant because of all their resources. They had so much talent, but the team never invested in starting pitching. And when they did, it was like giving huge contracts to guys like Matt Harvey or even a guy that we all like in Trevor Cahill. But, you know, giving Trevor Cahill a $9.5 million contract towards the end of his career, it was head-scratching because you could watch the A's put together kind of at the last minute a better rotation than what we've seen from the Angels in a decade when they're like, you know, pulling Brett Anderson out of the gym and, you know, bringing in Edwin Jackson. And they had a better starting rotation than what the Angels are doing with a nearly $200 million payroll. And, you know, Cody and I were texting back and forth during this game. And it's a classic tweet. It's evergreen. It's from at uh, Matto Mike. Every time I see an Angels highlight, it's like Mike Trout hit three home runs, raised his average to 528. Shohei Otani did something that hasn't been done since the tungsten Armo Doyle of 1921 Akron Groomsman, and the Tigers beat the Angels 8-3. to and that's the way it's felt like for this team. I know every year Pagoda picks them that this is the year the Angels are going to, you know, ascend to win the division and challenge the Astros or, you know, the A's are going to lose the division. And they're wrong every single year with this team. Let's be honest. They're a train wreck. I, I, you start looking around and you go, okay, uh, you brought Joe Madden back to be the savior. You know, it's that old, the coaching tree. He was here under Mike Sosha. Mike Sosha was our guy. We won all those years with Mike Sosha, won the World Series with Mike Sosha. Joe Madden's going to bring us back to that. Perry Manassian's going to come in, and he's got a scouting. You know, he grew up in the clubhouse in Texas, and he's a baseball guy, and he's going to ch- – I mean, just over and over again. You, you know, Billy Epler was going to – he came, you know – the, the, the GM before Manassian, he came and he was from the Yankees tree. They keep bringing in all these people that are supposed to be saviors, and they're not saved. And now you've floated the trial balloons about Shohei Otani, so that means you're going to have right out of the gate dysfunction all winter long talking about are you keeping them, are you not. You still got Rendon, and Rendon's contract has been an absolute dumpster fire. He's been nothing but hurt. Now, you know, Trout, what's up with this back? What is this issue? You got a ton of money in him. I mean, as an A's fan, I love it. I'm going to sit back with my popcorn and have a big smile and just watch this circus. But, yeah, you you would think with what they have, they would be so far better. But from an A's point, thank God they haven't. And still, yeah. you know, the Rangers, still dysfunctional. Uh, we'll see. Mariners are playing much better baseball, and we'll see what they do. But um, uh, as, as, a, as, as from an Angels standpoint, I like the fact they're, that they are where they are. They're going to have to replace their manager. Phil Nevin's not the answer. They're going to have to replace their manager. And let me tell you something, with Artie Moreno being a hothead, if all of a sudden things don't go uh, you know, well to start next season, maybe Perry Manassian, this GM, now he's out. So you're going to start having a revolving door of GMs and managers, and that's just dysfunctional, and that doesn't win. I'm just sitting here doing the Mr. Burns, you know, putting my fingers together. Excellent. Excellent. Just loving exactly. to watch it right now. So. Uh, we're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard really quickly, brought to you by Mechanics Bank, as we talked about earlier. Dodgers getting the four-game sweep against the Giants in San Francisco. First time the Dodgers have swept the Giants in San Francisco for four games since 1977, and the Dodgers have now won eight straight games over the Giants. The Giants now 51-55, and coming off that 107-win season as they're falling further and further back. Phillies and Nationals, 
Phillies leading 5-4, to four, but that game in a rain delay in the bottom of the fifth inning. And earlier today, Brewers fell to the Pirates, making Cody very happy. That game going 10 innings there as we check in with that. And before we wrap up here, we've got a fun weekend coming up. It's a weird kind of schedule, an off day before the A's and Giants on Friday as we take a look at what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, you can learn more at ashbylumber.com. And Chris, it's going to be a fun weekend at the Coliseum. A lot of Hall of Famers. The A's expanding their A's Hall of Fame with six new people coming in. And it's going to be a fun weekend to honor a lot of guys, and including Ray Fossey, who's a guy that I think a lot of A's fans are looking forward to. Another chance to, to honor one of the greats in this franchise and really you know, get your Ray Fossey patch and just have a good day at the ballpark. And I heard Vince and Ken talking about it. Not going to be a lot of dry eyes there uh, this weekend as the A's get ready to enshrine some of their greats. Yeah, Steve Vucinich is going to join us once again. Ace Cast Live Special Edition this Saturday at 1 o'clock. We're going to have Mark Kotze. We'll have Steve Vucinich, Andrew Bailey, and Stephen Vogt. And, you know, you think Steve Vucinich working for this team for 54 years. You think of over 50 years for Keith Lippman. You think about Ruda, uh, Joe Rudy, Sal Bando, Ray Fossey, uh, Champions. Ray Fossey, one of the great A's, just from a standpoint of uh, no one has touched the fan base the way Ray Fossey has as a player, as a broadcaster. He bridged all the eras together, what he meant to all of us. Um, he's such a special man. And and Shavi, uh, you know, the, all the gold gloves and what a great third baseman. I mean, it's a phenomenal class. I really, When you really look at the players, the non-players, I mean, Lipman and, and Voos are just A's family. It's uh, It will be, you know, a lot of times it's always just ex-players. This class is going to be ex-players, but it's going to be extra special because it's more than just that. Yeah, absolutely. And and for Ray Fossey, because, you know, he's, as you mentioned, not just an ex-player, but a guy like me who grew up listening and watching A's baseball, Ray's one of the guys who taught me the game. You know, he's one of the guys that has an impact, as you mentioned, generationally, not just for people that got to watch him as a player with this organization, but as somebody who got to watch him as a foodie in the booth and talking about food and baseball at the same time. So it's going to be a special one, man. Have a great weekend out there. I appreciate you jumping in with us. It was fun actually getting a chance to talk a little A's baseball with you. Yeah, I, I like this. You know, it's like you're going to lead the charge, and I'll just pop on on the very half, and we can wrap a little bit. But uh no doubt, A's are playing ba better baseball, and a Friday day off is kind of odd. But you know, last 26 games, they're 15 and 11, nine and five since the All Star break. And we've we, we've said, give us something to watch in the second half. Give us a reason to show up. And right now they are, because the last 20 games, you look at all the home runs and the runs scored, they're becoming entertaining. So everybody enjoy a nice day off, and then we'll see everybody on Saturday. Are you coming out to the yard over the weekend? Yeah, I think I'm going to be there on Saturday. I think that's the plan. And by the way, I've got one for you. The A's, you know, clinched a winning month last month, their first one since August of last year. You know something the Giants haven't done since April? Had a winning month. <laughs> It's going to be a fun one at the week this weekend, man. A's and Giants. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks to Chris Townsend. Thanks for letting me sit in for him today. And then for joining us after the show, 
Always thanks to Commander Cody, Jessica Kleinschmidt, Ken Korak, and Vince Catronio, and of course Robert Costa for keeping us on the air. A's are off tomorrow. They'll open a weekend series against the Giants. That'll be on Saturday. Chris Townsend will be down on the field talking to the Hall of Famers as the A's get ready to enshrine a new Hall of Fame ca- ca- uh, new Hall of Fame class with six new Hall of Famers heading in. And just a reminder, you can get all this A's content, great interviews today and all weekend long just by heading over to athletics.com slash A's cast. A's beat the Angels 8-7 to despite Anaheim with seven solo homers. Not enough to beat the A's as the A's take two out of three in L.A. Thanks for joining in. I appreciate it. You've been listening to A's Clubhouse. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu impact. Improve your vehicle's gas mileage and power with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And right now, buy one six-ounce bottle and get one free, plus earn double O Rewards points with your purchase. Save money on gas and boost performance with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. They say to never mess with the classics, but Panera did just that and more with our new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. By using pan-seared chicken, our secret garlic aioli recipe, Parmesan crisps, and pickle chips, all on a buttery brioche roll. Because if no one messed with the classics, you'd never have a chicken sandwich this good. New Chef's Chicken Sandwiches from Panera. Only $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Raleigh sets up outside. It's on the way. And it's hit the deep left. Right down the line. If it's fair, it's got a chance. And it is gone. 
Elvis has tied it up. Swung on and belted. Deep left field. Solak takes a look, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A bomb over the out-of-town scoreboard. Jumps the A's ahead 2-0. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre- and post-game for every game. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.